We are changing the rules and the conversation around being a Gen X woman. No longer are Gen X women going to blend in the background, wait to be promoted, or cringe when having to talk about our rates for our services. No longer are we going to stay stagnant because we fear success means sacrifice. We're building success and wealth on our terms. Welcome to the Modern Gen X Woman podcast, and we're your hosts, Jackie Gadeen and Mimi Bishop, business and career coaches for high-achieving Gen X women like you who want to make an impact, leave their mark, and increase their success and wealth. Our mission is to make Generation X women the wealthiest female generation. We're doing that by getting you to recognize your value and demand your worth. Each week, we'll provide you with incredible insights and inspiration, powerful ideas, and award-winning strategies to accelerate your success as an entrepreneur or within your career. All while still making your life magnificent. Together, we're changing the world one modern Gen X woman at a time. Have you ever been to a conference where the keynote speaker ignited an incredible fire in you to go out and do something? You leave the event with a skip in your step and a bunch of ideas in your head. You're invigorated and determined to go off and take some action. But before you know it, the motivation is petering out and you find yourself slowing down and dragging your feet. Gurus put too much emphasis on motivation and not enough emphasis on discipline, the real driver of your success. And that's exactly what we're talking about in this week's episode. Hi, Jackie Kadeen. Hello, Mimi Bishop. How are you today? I am great. I am. I'm great, too. I, I, you know, so I'm even better because I had a client this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the slowest week. I can't believe that it's only Wednesday. And she was like, um... It's Thursday, FYI. <laughs> and I was like, really? And then I emailed someone this morning. I was like, happy hump day. You did? Yes. Like, I really <laughs> thought it was Wednesday. So um, I've got an extra pep in my step. And usually when you when you have those days, it's usually you actually think the week is further along. So right. this is like a win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you ever feel like that? If you're listening, do you ever feel like that? Yeah, like, right? Like ever... you think it's like Thursday and it's only Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are, we're here with you today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jackie Gadeen. And I'm Amy Bishop. And we're the co-founders of Modern Gen X Women, a company to help women like you reach the professional success that you deserve. We help you make an impact and leave your mark. And if you are feeling as though you need help with that, you know where to find us. We're, we come to you every week on this podcast. Yep. We have a Facebook community, Modern Gen X Woman, and we engage with you in lots of different ways. So um, welcome if you are a new listener and if you and are... And thank you. Yeah, and and thank you. We, we love doing this podcast every week, and it's a lot of work. We were talking about yes. this. Creating content that is different, that doesn't sound like everything else, that you know, adds our spin of brain science and energy, takes a lot of work and effort. 
And we really feel fulfilled when we get feedback from you guys. So we would love to know what has been your favorite episode over the last couple of months? And what's the one thing that made it your favorite episode? Let us know. Email me, Jackie at ModernGenXWoman.com. We reply to every email, so we want to hear. So take a a moment to reach out to us and connect with us. We are are just an email away. We're just an email away. I love that. Yeah. So I am, um, this episode is interesting to me because I think this, this actually is a reflection of my relationship with Mimi. And oh she boy. doesn't know we were going to say this <laughs> at oh, all. Where is this going? Should but I be I afraid? But I do. No. Like, oh. I feel like I am the motivation and Mimi's the discipline. Oh. And I think oh. about that, like, because I'm the idea person. Yes, you are. I am the creative in the group. And not that Mimi's not creative, but a different kind of creative. Right. And Mimi's, like, the discipline to get it done. And I think it's what makes our relationship so great and the business so strong. And what's funny about this when I think about it is my old boss, when I was at Ad Age, she was the motivation and I was the discipline. Interesting. And because she hadn't, she was just so idea driven right. that I had to be the discipline to pull it down and make it happen. And it's funny how, because you are, you've, you've allowed me to play that role now because you're you, so disciplined. Yes, and, and now so, you have that space to really be what I think is really your zone of genius. It's just... It's just ideas and coming up with concepts. And to me, like, you just are always brimming with ideas. Well, thank you. Are. you. And you are brimming with... Discipline. discipline this is the way we're doing it. it. <laughs> yes, but because I'm more... Um, oh, well, and also, when I've shared this in previous podcast episodes... I'm 49, so I'm going to be 50 this summer. In a few weeks. And we could have, that's the summer short. My 50th birthday. <gasps> yeah. That's what we'll yeah. do one of the summer tra- shorts. Yes, okay. yes, yes. We're, we were the other day, just side note, like you're getting a little behind the scenes. We were talking about some episodes that we wanted to record this summer. Yeah, and we'll we have call to do them one summer, summer shorts. shorts. They're like little, little ideas episodes. and concepts. Yep. So we don't do these longer episodes. We do more of like thoughtful, fun, interesting. So we'll have and to do one of my And Ms. Jackie birthday. is going to turn 50 on July 9th. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's do an episode. I'm laughing. I'm 52, so I've been there, done that. But yeah. So I'm like, I'm excited that you're catching up. Well, and I started talking about my age because... Um, oh, because for the longest time, talking about discipline, I was so disciplined, but I was very capable of keeping it all in my head. So um. I organized everything in my brain. Like I could okay, yeah. literally close my eyes and see my to-do list written out in my head. But as I've gotten older, that has that has really gone away. So I'm constantly struggling with how do I become disciplined in making sure that I'm writing it down right. as opposed to relying on the habit that I had that no longer serves me of keeping it in my head. It's really interesting. So this is what we're talking about. It's like, I need to find a new way to be disciplined. And that's this episode. That's be- Mimi. Yeah, okay. that's Mimi. But kidding. <laughs> it's Mimi keeps me on track. But, it, you know, it's one of those things because sometimes... Now, a lot of times, motivation just isn't enough, you know? And look, we're two, we were two successful people, and now we're two successful business owners, and we were corporate, and we know how motivation can feel in us when we 
kind of get that bug, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be life-changing. And that feels really good. And there's this, this like excitement that goes along with it. And, but, (laughs) but that, that doesn't, that doesn't sustain, right? It doesn't like it's sustain not sustainable. For the long That's what I'm trying fall, to say. Especially when something is difficult and hard. Yeah. And I can speak as a business owner. Like I've said this so often that building a business, becoming an entrepreneur is probably the most intense self-development course you'll ever have. Yeah. Right? So when you're doing something that really pushes not only your ability to do whatever it is you're setting out to do, but it also pushes some of your emotional buttons, right, Mm -hmm. and makes you grow, that motivation goes out the window real fast. Yeah. So you really do need to have the discipline to go back to it because it's uncomfortable. And that's like anything that's, you really, you know, we'll talk about the classic uh, cliche of running a marathon, but it's true with that too. I mean, in the beginning, it's an exciting idea, but then once you really start training, it's hard. It's really hard. <laughs> so we'll I, talk about I, that. I am, um, I do get swept up in motivation a lot. I'm going to tell a funny story because I don't even know if Mimi knew this, but my daughter Peyton um, models, and when she was younger, before we had this business, she was modeling a ton, and so I was in the city with her. One, two, three She's days She's an a amazing week. model. Could we just call that pain for one second? Because sure. usually we're always, you know... Talking about neurodiversity. Diversity. And I want to say, she's a pro. First yeah. of all, you got to see this kid amongst adults. She's freaking amazing. And not only is she just great at her craft, you can tell that it's her zone of excellence because she takes our... Um, photos like she mm-hmm. directs our photo shoots yeah. and she's really good she does our makeup for us she's really a pro yeah, so I just is, wanted to she is a pro oh that's my girl call that out. um so but it's interesting because so I would go into the city one two three days a week with her and somebody shoots for like eight nine ten hours Oof. when she shot for J Crew, they were supposed to be eight hours and then inevitably couple of kids would peter out and they would, you know, bring Peyton in, give her the little last of the outfits because she was such a pro that she would power through for, for two more hours, right? So I read a lot. I made friends. I did some work, right? But I, I, the, we didn't have this business. I had like a small little coaching business because my business was managing her. And one day I'm there, I'm there, and this woman starts knitting, and I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, I knit. I have to find something to do. And I was like, tell. So she was knitting and telling me all the things she knit and don't showing tell me, me pictures. Just don't tell Wait. me. And like getting all excited. And I was like, I'm going to take up knitting. And she totally motivated me to take up knitting. Now, if any Come of on. you know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with knitting. John no. knits. Right. John knits. There's nothing wrong. I, no, no, no. But if you but know me, me, Jackie, my idea of working out is a 45 minute true crazy cardio kickboxing routine like yoga doesn't work for me right so but I was like I was so motivated to knit I went out I bought a starter kit I bought books I watched three YouTube videos and yarn oh like I was so motivated so I what am happened to your starter a, kit? I finally threw it out <laughs> I am such a sucker for being motivated and what I've recognized is I have to really want something to be disciplined. I can get yeah. motivated very easily, well, but the difference is, like, I need to really want it. And when I think about discipline, I always have to think about, like, why? Like, what is it? Well, what is my passion? Why am I doing all of that's this? That's why 
knowing your why has really come right. into the Both. forefront, yeah. right? Like, it's like, well, what's your why? But the truth is you really do need to know what that why is so that you can tap into it. And it will be more than, oh, it just sounds like fun. Like, right. if it's just kind of something like that, then it's not a good enough why. And that's not a criticism, but that is a great way to decipher what will work for you and what won't work for you. Because if it is something that you're aligned with and you really want it for the right reasons, then it's going to give you the, the fuel you need for the long haul. You know, years ago, I did a triathlon, so I'll share one of my motivation things. Now, you finished yours! I finished it. <laughs> and I did another one, but then I, I wouldn't do it I don't think I would ever do it again. I did finish it. But looking back, well, my best friend did it, and she inspired me, and then I did it, and... It was one of my proudest moments because if you know me, you know that I am not like Jackie and I do not like to work out and do, I didn't even know how to swim. So it was a huge personal accomplishment. However, it was not easy. And when I went to do it again, well, the second time I did it, it was not the same. And then I tried to do it again and I, I just didn't have the motivation anymore. Yeah. So it was clearly one of those things where it was more about the motivation of doing something new. It was kind of a lifestyle change. Yeah. And it did work out for me in the long run because at the time I am very goal oriented and I was just not feeling the love at my job and needed something to be focused on. So it did the trick. Yeah. You know, so you really want to consider, like, where is this coming from and does it fit into a certain part of your life to, to kind of help? If, if when you get the inspiration that of motivation, I guess. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I, and there's, there's this amazingness. When you're motivated, it's like there it's is. like a warm blanket. Yeah, like you get it's a you fire. Know, it's, it's excitement. Yeah, and I think as humans, I know for myself that is an emotion that I really love. Me I too. love to feel excited, and it's it's almost a little addicting. Yeah. And now, as you we're talking about this, I think we're always kind of searching like for that thing that what's going to get us excited, and. Sometimes it's just not the right thing. Very recently, I got really excited about cooking through um, a oh, cookbook yeah. with my friend Mary. Did you give yeah. up already? Yeah. Like, it just, <laughs> neither of us followed through. We were going to cook through the new Dory Greenspan cookbook. I love Dory Greenspan. I love to cook. But at this season in my life, cooking is really just not that feasible in the way that I like to cook from scratch and the whole nine yards. So, yeah, we were going to cook. We were going to do a, a blog around it. Like, we were going to, you know. It just went out the window really quickly. And it made me think that you really have to be careful what you commit to in the moment, too. Right. Because sometimes you are you want to jump on the bandwagon and you're with friends. And that's a great idea. And then before you know it, you're like, why did I say that? Right. I don't want to do this. <laughs> well, well, the nice thing is you don't have to do anything you don't really want to do. I mean, that's the yeah, reality well, of true. it. So, yeah. um, you know, if motivation gets you to do, think you're going to do something, you know, this idea of, like, we have to follow through. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I believe in that. That And the other thing is sometimes you see someone doing something, like I suspect you in the knitting. It's like you see someone doing like, it. Oh, that looks so lovely that and looks, peaceful. Right. My I mom should, laughed at me. I should do that. But that's <laughs> the thing. Like the shoulds. Like I yeah. should do that oh, too. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. 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 Like like when you were doing um, keto mm -hmm. at one point, I was yeah. like, I should do that too. Yeah. No. I I am not right. meant, meant to, do, not, right. to do keto. Not at all. So let's talk a little bit about like, you know, why does motivation fade? And, you know, here's the geeky science, Jackie, coming on. But, look, we just talked about how motivation is this wonderful, exciting feeling. But it is fleeting. And a lot of scientific studies show that 
there is a direct correlation between motivation and a dopamine rush. And that makes perfect sense, right? Dopamine is that feel-good neural transmitter that we always talk about. And it fires um, before we do something, while we're doing something, or after we're doing something. So interestingly enough, if you are thinking about a cookie, the dopamine goes off before you actually eat the cookie. Right. Which is why it gets really difficult to not eat the sure, cookie. Sure, because it's like flooding through your system. It's flooding through your system. So there is that... Um, that, that is awesome because it motivates us and will kickstart us, right? And like, it's like, it's the good kick in the ass that you need to get started. <laughs> the kick in the ass of dopamine. Um, because it feels really good. But if you also know anything about your brain is that your brain also accolade, gets um, acclimated. acclimated, thank you, to things really quickly. So what gave you that motivation and that dopamine rush it may happen the second time or the third time, but it's not going to happen the fourth or fifth time. So, for example, you go to start a business, right? And you're really motivated and really excited and everything is new and fresh and hard. And for the first year, you're like killing it. And then all of a sudden, you're recognizing that you're not getting that same feeling anymore when you work on your business. And it's because your body's used to it. So you can't use motivation to be the thing that keeps your business going. And this is where, you know, something like that, we have to shift to discipline. It makes perfect sense. It does. It It does make perfect sense. So Jackie, you say that motivation is a feeling or an emotion. It is because, you know, what we said before, it is truly excitement. It's, um enthusiasm, it's joy. So that's an emotion. And what I want, why I want to point that out is because when you think about your emotions, um, your emotions fluctuate all the time. So I'll share a story. I was on a call with a client two nights ago and she said to me, I get on the call and it's, you know, late at night, late at night for me, like seven o'clock. And she's like, Oh my God, you're always, how do you do it? I said, how do I do what? (laughs) She says, how are you always so happy all the time? Like no matter when we have calls, when we're working together, you're always happy. You're always smiling and you're always present. And you know, I explained to like, my mom is very positive. She's very optimistic. I got a lot of that from her, but the reality is I'm not happy all the time. Nobody's happy all the time, right? right? So emotions aren't sustainable. Even the best emotions, even the worst motion emotions, they're not sustainable. So motivation as an emotion isn't going to be sustainable all the time. And that's why I wanted to bring it up and have you guys think of it as an emotion because no one's happy all the time. No one's going to be motivated all the time. Right. So we need to, when we don't feel that, still be able to operate to be able to do whatever we want to do. So if you're not feeling really happy, you still have to operate. You still have to go to work. You still have to take care of your kids. You still have to cook dinner. You still might have a spouse. that You you still have to operate from a place where you're not dragging. Yes. So it's the same type of thing. So how do you do that? It could be discipline. It could be responsibility. It could be what is that other thing that comes in that kind of propels you? And if you can figure out that balance, you become more successful. Yeah, yeah. I love that you say that discipline is a driver for success. Yeah. To me, like, I want to make a bumper sticker. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Well, because I love discipline. But I'm not disciplined on everything as, as much as you would think. But, you know, we talk so much about the marathon analogy, right? And... Again, like when you're running a marathon, so I, I actually, um, you know, I forgot about this. I, so I did two triathlons, but then I was going to do a marathon mm-hmm. and then I fell and broke my foot. Mm. 
And that kind of like derailed everything. I didn't fall. I fell like walking in the street to work, going to work. Anyway, that kind of derailed everything. But I did a lot of research on what it took to be a marathon runner. So mile, so marathons are 26 miles, 26 point something miles. And at mile 20 is like notorious for people what they call hitting the wall. Like they just cannot take one more step. And if you have trained to do a marathon, you need to have discipline because the training is rigorous and it takes a lot of time. So I believe that at mile 20, when you hit the wall and you can't take one more step, you're really, you're not build, you're not pulling from motivation. You're pulling from your discipline. Mm-hmm. You're disciplined to keep going, even though it feels like it's impossible. Yeah. And it could be a little motivation too, right? There could be some like... I'm motivated to finish, finish. the marathon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of that combination and you yeah. have to figure out what's going to push you further, right? Because everyone's different, but it's, right. it's the discipline, I think, that gets you there. And then it's like the combination of discipline and motivation when you've hit the wall. Yeah, like to push you over that yeah. finish line. You know, like the discipline to keep going, even though it's so uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, I'm painful and... Yeah. And that's how sometimes we feel in our day-to-day lives. If you're working towards something that's been a long haul, it can feel really difficult and painful. Yeah. And it's the only thing that that will get you to get to your goal. Yeah. this This is the reality. I don't care if you're losing weight. I don't care if you're looking for a job. I don't care if you're building a business. I don't care if you're running a project, right? Discipline is what gets you there. Motivation may get you kickstarted, but discipline is going to be what gets you to the goal of completion. And think about this, right? You've heard us say this before many, many times. 92% of the people who start a goal don't complete it. And it's because they're motivated to get it started, but they don't have the discipline to get it done. Right. Right. And there's also the other idea that I wanted to share with you is that there are different energies. You know, we talk about energy all the time. There is different energies throughout a process that I want you to recognize. Right. There's there's this energy. There's this start energy, which is a very different energy from the metered consistency energy of the middle of a of a project and then there's the end energy that gets you over the finish line yes and those there are three different energies and sometimes even more depending on how long that that Sure. There could be cycles of those energies. And, right, right. There could be cycles of those energies. So I just want you to recognize that you want to figure out if you are struggling in the middle of... The messy middle. <laughs> yeah, messy middle. Well, I've, I can't yes. take credit for that. I've heard that before. Yeah. But, but the middle is messy. Yes, right? it is. And if you're stuck in that messy middle, we want you to think about um, you know, a couple things. I want you to go back to that feeling that you had when you first started this, like the possibility, the the seeing the, the end results, what, looking at how great it would be at the end, and then think about how great it would be at the end to try to boost a little motivation and then create a plan that you can follow to stay disciplined. A lot of times, right, what happens is, we're not sure what to do, so we're unmotivated because we're confused or yes. overwhelmed or tired or bored, right? There are all of these other cycles of emotion that keep us stuck in that, what you call the messy middle. So we want to do everything we can to get through that messy middle. And so figuring out how to kind of outline things so that you can follow it without emotion. Yeah. The other thing also is set milestones for yourself, Yeah. right? So yeah. if you, this way you are 
as you complete the milestones, you're kind of shortening the cycle of the energy that we talked about, the beginning energy, the middle energy, the end energy. If you've got something that you're working on that's a really long-term goal, if you break it into milestones or chunks of mm-hmm. where you're going to complete, you're kind of creating mini cycles, yeah. energy cycles that will keep you going and propel you. So we talk about, you know, we would just talk about discipline in order to take action but I also want to kind of highlight because as you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself you're probably starting to get motivated to go after something right 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 like that's awesome um but not only do you need discipline to take action but you also need discipline to get over the fear that will come up throughout any process right because maybe it's the fear you know a lot of women fear like what if I lose weight and then I gain it back I'm gonna feel terrible right what if I get that new job and I can't do it right so there's this fear that comes up and so we need discipline to be able to squash those fears as well and so this discipline's not just about taking action but it's about how do I move forth in the and make progress in my mind not just in Yes. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big difference. And really being fine tuned and aware to that, like, what are those little shifts that I can make in my mind? Yeah, and they're tiny. Yes, and look out for them. And the discipline to silence that negative voice. That's right, because she she is going to come up. Right, we call this the imposter, and we teach our clients to name our imposter as someone or some someone that we don't care for right (laughs) Right? and so we can shut her down and we can say like you don't have a right to be part of this but we need to have the discipline to say I'm feeling as though I'm not gonna be able to complete this this is getting really hard I don't know what I'm doing why did I think I could build a business and then turn around and be like, wait a second here. I'm going to right. be disciplined in my thoughts. Yes. And collect the so evidence much. that I can do that. Yeah. So discipline is more than just taking action. And I want to really hardwire that into this, this conversation so that you're really thinking about it that way. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. So Mimi, can we talk a little bit about how to build discipline? Because you're, you know, everyone who's listening is probably like, hey. Oh my goodness, this is awesome, but <laughs> how do I build discipline? So let's talk a little bit about this, and, and, I'm, and I'm kind of shining the spotlight on Mimi, because, you know, again, if we were having a conversation of like, Jackie, how do you, how do you tap into your creative energy? Mimi would shine the spotlight on me. Mm. We're talking about how to be disciplined. I am like putting Mimi on the spot. Mm. So share, like, share some wisdom about discipline, Mimi, because you are such a disciplined guru. Oh, wow. You are. I feel like I just stepped up stepped up on the stage. Well, uh-huh. first I want to share, yes, I am disciplined. I don't always think I was as disciplined as I am now, but I realized when I was pretty young that if I wanted to, you know, it's interesting because we were talking about this not that long ago, the other day, actually. So I was saying to Jackie, I see so much of myself in her daughter, Peyton, who's mm-hmm. 13. Sometimes Jackie's like, oh, and I'm like, Jackie, she's 13. And Jackie was like the perfect child, okay? Perfect she was perfect. just easy. All right? So, just easy. I was a good girl. Well, I was not easy. And so I see a lot of myself in Peyton. And I said, by the time I was 16, I was I had really shifted. And then I wound up like graduating early from high school and all this other stuff. And that's really where my discipline kicked in because I realized I was just 
always going to be getting in my own way in that 13-year-old energy mm-hmm. and drama. And if I wanted life to be different or if I wanted to feel better about myself, then I would have to be disciplined. And that's exactly where it probably all started. So, you know, there are times I'm not as disciplined. I just want to put this or out there. Element. Places probably you're not Or places. Like I have a hard time when it comes to sweets. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard time, you know, saying, being, keeping my discipline there. The other thing I do want to call out before I get into how to be more disciplined is something I see a lot and hear a lot with coaches especially those coaches who are newer and learning how to tap into energy. And it's this whole idea of build your business aligned to how you're feeling. And if you're feeling resistance, maybe it's not like the day to put yourself out there. And I want to call a lot of baloney on that because... Every day you have to put yourself out there. Every day you have to put yourself out there or you have to really, really, really know yourself well enough to call yourself out on when it's BS or when it's true. Now, yesterday, I had a day like that. Mm. I was really out of my routine, did very little for the business. It was just one of those days, and I needed it desperately. And I know enough about myself to not panic, and I knew I needed to follow that direction. Yeah. But if you're someone who is doing that more than the norm, then you really need to examine that because even though I'm an energy leadership coach and I believe in energy, and I do... You won't get where you need to go unless you align your action with that energy. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because and I also it bugs think me when I see her, you know, go manifest your clients. Mm, not really, I right? Mean, well, and know. we believe in energy, but we also know that there ta- there takes action, and there an energy. Unless you are really tapped into your energy, you can falsely identify your energy. That's right? exactly it. So Some people are really gifted at it, but they've been working with their energy for so long right. they know. And sometimes, oftentimes, fear, right? Just fear Masquerades. of taking... Right? Yes, that's exactly right. It, it's like a mask and it covers up what's really going on, which is, you know, or or fear comes up or we, we say like, oh, I'm, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm, I'm tired or my energy spent. And there are days I get like that too. And I just, I work on things that are like I work at a slower pace but it's not fear that's actually keeping me from doing and taking the action so you really need to recognize if it's fear underneath that and if that's at the core yeah so one thing that I do want to point out is that discipline like things like confidence it's a muscle so the more you work on it the more you will build it remember I said earlier I wasn't always as disciplined as I am now and I certainly wasn't as disciplined as I was like in building my business as I was years ago so it's something that you build the more that you do it the more that you're creating the neural pathways that will help you be more disciplined they just get stronger and stronger with you so I think that's very refreshing because if you've always thought of yourself as someone who's not disciplined you can really turn that around. The other thing is, if you think of yourself who has no discipline, I want you to really call out that thought because you start telling yourself, I'm not disciplined, and then you collect all the evidence to show how you're not disciplined, right? So really consider that you. this is something that you can work on. This is 
something that a muscle that you can build. And I'm also going to suggest that you may be more disciplined than you're giving yourself credit for. Yeah. So look for the fit places where you are disciplined. Like maybe you drive your kid to school every day or make your kid lunch every day. That takes discipline. Right. So look for little places like that where you can collect evidence that you do have discipline. The other thing is start really small. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Start really small because a lot of times when we have bigger things that we have to accomplish, it gets overwhelming. So, you know, if discipline and willpower are muscles, right, that we need to build and we're going to make them stronger, it would be wise to create disciplined actions that aren't difficult, right? So think about this. If you are I'm going to use losing weight because it's just so, so easy, easy. To, and we, to refer so many to. can relate to it. Right. And so if you want to lose weight, the dis, you you can choose never to eat carbs, right? That's hard. Which is hard, or you can take small disciplined actions which is like I'm only going to have carbs once a day or I'm only going to have bread once a day. Or instead of going like I'm not going to eat sugar anymore, I'm going to be like okay, I'm only going to allow myself one piece of chocolate a day. Whatever that looks like, but it really is about collecting those small wins so that we can feel and see and chart our progress. It's really hard to have discipline, ladies, when we can't see success. And certain things we can, right? If I said to you, okay, I'm going to really watch what I eat within a week. If I'm disciplined, I can see the scale move, right? Numbers, very easy. However, if you're building a business, you may be doing a lot of work and not seeing the clients come yet. That can feel demotivating. Or if you are trying to find a job and you are putting resumes out there and you're not getting enough feedback, that can feel demotivating and that can keep you from moving that forward. So what I'm saying is you need to find in those instances other ways to measure your wins besides the final new job, big client. Right. Right. So they have to, we have to be very... Um, disciplined on finding things to measure. Yeah. And the other thing is also get the right support. Yeah. So in some cases, you need the support. You know, people that are training for marathons often have trainers and coaches. Absolutely. That's why people hire people like Jackie and I to help them in their careers or building a business. Jackie will help people when they are out there trying to interview and they're putting the resumes out and trying to move forward in their career. And they come to her really frustrated and she's able to help them move forward, start to get the results. And that helps with the discipline. And same with me on the business side. People will come to me, they're trying to build their business, they're spinning out, they don't know what to do next. And I will work with them to get them clear on the next step-by-step so that they can start building their business that makes money. I mean, that's exactly what we do in our program, The Expert Factor, which is three months of one-on-one business coaching where we take you from invisible to in-demand. And it's one of those things where I know the steps and I know when you take those steps, you'll get to where you want to go. And it helps you build that feeling of the the discipline muscle because you actually achieve it. So if this is you and you're struggling to get your business off the ground, reach out to me, Mimi, at moderngenxwoman.com or head on over to moderngenxwoman.com backslash expert and you can learn more about the expert factor. But let's talk more about how you can get discipline into your day-to-day. Into your day-to-day. So another thing that if you want to practice discipline, you want to practice delayed gratification. 
And not there easy. is, it's, this is not easy, but it is so rewarding. truly rewarding. And it also allows you to see that you have more control than you think you do, right? So you really want something sweet. This is my thing. So I am not a huge sweets eater, but after sushi. <laughs> she loves sweets. I, I love sweets. It's like the salt. And so I'm, uh, you know, the, the other day I was like, I really want a cookie. And I was like, no, I'm not going to eat the cookie now. I'm going to delay it. Because if you delay it, oftentimes you don't really want it after 20 That's minutes, right. right? So delayed gratification. Um, you know, if you are meditating, here's an example. How many times have you meditated and you're like, I want to be done? Yeah. I want to be done. Don't jump out of the meditation early, right? Yeah. Simple. Just don't do it. Delay gratification. Um, don't reach for your phone to check your text messages, right? So how many times have you, you know, you're working on something and you're like, and something pops in the corner of you, and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Don't. Yeah. Don't answer yeah. the text message. You're building that muscle. Yes. And it's so rewarding, especially when you do it, because the urge is really strong. And when you don't do it, you're like, I could do it. Yeah. And it feels good. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about small efforts before, but remember that everything is a compound effect. So everything builds on the thing before. And those tiny habits of discipline will will measure up so again you know starting small eating you know only 50 less calories a day it will compound for you so do that uh do those small those small things and then daily reminders right part of um, discipline is routine so how do you create a routine for yourself that works for you yeah that that keeps you disciplined right so if you know um, that you need to get stuff done. Maybe you do that for the first, you know, two hours in the morning or whatever that looks like. So I'm going to share something really interesting. So recently I have a, I love my morning routine, right? And part of it is to do a little yoga and like a little strength exercise. And so I've been adding to the strength exercise and I added these bands, like mm-hmm. these arm bands. And it, I was doing one set and I was like, no problem. Like I was being really consistent. And then I, then I put in, three sets Mm -hmm. and I was like no can do like I just I was having no interest in doing it so I said I'm gonna just stick with the one set because I recognized it was more important to have the overall routine than to pitch the whole thing right smart so I was like you know what if it's it's what I need in my routine for now and yeah let's not overdo it so the point in that is to make sure that your routine works for you that it's not something that's so overarching or complicated that you don't want to do it maybe at some point i'll be like you know what now i'm ready to do the three sets but for now i'm not yeah okay yeah Yeah. know what your body needs um but you also have (laughs) to prepare for you also have to prepare for the discomfort so you know there's a part of you also that's like okay if i'm gonna do the three maybe i'll go to two then maybe I'll move right. up to three. Right. Or, right, or like, I'm going to be really uncomfortable and I'm going to be okay with it because right. it's going to get hard, right? Anything yes. worth anything is hard. It's hard. So mentally preparing ahead of time for the discomfort yep. that will come from having to be disciplined can help also. Yeah. Like, you know. Which makes me want to bring up one other thing, though. Because discipline takes so much effort, be really clear. I really recommend... Get clear on the one thing where you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone and be disciplined Yeah. versus like five things. Because then your willpower is going to go, it's going to go right out. The, well, we're not even talking about willpower, but it's, you can't have that level of discipline on, with different areas of focus. You've yeah, got to focus on one thing because it's going to take so much mental energy mm-hmm. to get over some of the hurdles that we talked about. So 
for me, my, my mental energy is so focused on the business that right now having arms that are jacked is just not that important to me. Yeah. And that's why I was like, you know what? I could let, let go a little bit here yeah. because it's, it's more important it's for me point. to have discipline someplace else. Yeah. Well, for me, the other thing too, when I hear you say that is not only the discipline somewhere else, but like, I want to recognize that there's something that happens in the brain when we go to do the harder thing, right? So Mimi's disciplined to work out every morning, right? Which is amazing. She would rather stay in bed. Yeah. There's no way, right? So our brains always want, want to take the lazy way out and they always want to be happy and comfortable and fulfilled and lazy, right? So, of course, instead of writing the blog post or writing this podcast, I would prefer to veg out on yeah. watching reruns of Criminal Minds and pretending that I was a detective. Like, that would make me so happy. It would make you happy. But, you know, I know that in the long run, what I want is a successful business. So here's how discipline really needs to work for you. Is what you want more important than the instant gratification? So I want a multi-million dollar business. Mm -hmm. That is more important to me than watching Criminal Minds during the day. Correct. However, I also know that there are going to be times that in order to have the multi-million dollar business that there may be a day that I need to watch an episode of Criminal Minds during the Correct. day. Correct. Right? So it right. Is it's really that balance. We talked about yourself. that earlier. Yep. Knowing yourself. Yep. Right. Like knowing that, you know, sometimes it teeters a little bit to the other end. Yep. And you've got to pull back a little bit because then you'll start to burn out. Yeah. So it's really, it boils down to really knowing yourself. One other thing I didn't mention, but this really helps in, especially when you're creating like new small habits are habit trackers like mm-hmm. so this idea and I think I heard this that Jerry Seinfeld did this and I you'll yeah. habit trackers work on this like they he put an X every day in a calendar every day he worked on his stand-up routine and so I do that too every morning when I do my little workout I put an X in my mm-hmm. calendar that I've done it and that has really helped me you don't want to miss an X. I don't want to miss it yeah I do not want to miss it so it's really helpful in in doing that I have to say it's probably What's kept me going there? One of the things when you said that too, or that kind of um, makes me feel like it's tied a little bit, is this idea of when you look at your axes, right? It's like, I don't want to break that, yes. right? So it keeps you motivated. It's a visual cue. And the other thing that comes up when you say that is like this idea that the pain of not doing it is greater than the pain of doing it. And here's what I mean by that. Like I, yeah. I think about someone looking for a job, right? It, it's the worst thing in the world looking for a job. I have to tell you, it's like nobody no. likes it. Everyone dreads it. But the pain of staying at your job and being underpaid, undervalued, not getting promoted, whatever the reason is, having the crappiest boss in the world, whatever the reason is, when that pain is so much greater than the pain of doing the other thing that's painful, right? <laughs> that's when you'll teach yeah. to discipline, right? So sometimes so you need to, you kind of, it needs to get really bad before you actually take action. Um, but you need to recognize if you are complaining a lot and you're not taking action, then you need to really evaluate that too. But that's yeah. That's no, I, I think, and the other thing also is it starts to build momentum, mm-hmm. right? So you start 
going out there and interviewing and you start to get good at it and it starts to build momentum it's not as bad as that first interview yes right it starts to feel good it starts to feel good and so you know the discipline and the momentum start to build and it's exciting yeah and you also you hone your craft right so this week um, interestingly enough, I had a client this week who we had our call and she's like, I had a conversation, um, like an informational interview and I bombed it yesterday. And I was like, what? She's like, they said, tell me about yourself. I, I, you know, I was like, okay. So she's like, and I have another one on Thursday and I absolutely need to be buttoned up. And I don't know. And I was like, okay. So we worked on it that night. Then she's like, can we, can we get another schedule, another session tomorrow? Because I want to work on it again. She worked on it again. And she um, she called, she texted me and said I nailed it. It's great, right? So just within two or three days, the difference because she recognized what she did wrong. She worked really hard to practice and tweak it and work to come up with like what's my tell me about myself? How do I differentiate myself? How do I tell them what I'm looking for? And just in three days, she was able to change that. So it can happen really fast too. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, ladies. We are disciplined enough to know when an episode has to end. <laughs> We've been talking for a while. We have been. So thank you for listening and getting to the end thank of the you. podcast. I hope that you are disciplined enough to listen to Modern Gen X Woman, the podcast, every single week. Because this is the information, the insights, the strategies, the thoughts, and the support to help you reach the professional success that you want and also help you navigate being a modern Gen X woman. So join us again next week and the week after that and let us know, I'm going to remind you, what has been your favorite episode that you've listened to thus far and what made you, what makes you say that? So reach out to me, Jackie, at Modern Gen X Woman, and we reply to everyone. Um, We will see you again next week. And until then, cheers to your magnificence. Modern Gen X Woman is the podcast created with you in mind. If you're inspired by this episode, please leave us a review. It's so important. Look, we know it's not easy for you to stop and go over and leave a review, but it is so appreciated by Mimi and myself. And it really helps other amazing Gen X women like you find us so that they too can become the modern Gen X woman.